Two years ago, I started publishing the It All Works podcast. And I have to say, it's been a great experience. I've learned so much from others, and I've learned a few things myself and about myself. It's a novel idea to create a podcast. But you don't truly understand the scope of it all until you hear your own voice trying to share a message and then hitting the publish button and sharing it with the rest of the world. I owe a lot to the Seth Godin course that I took, the podcasting workshop. It was money well spent. All the time I spent planning, writing, and editing can make you appreciate the work everyone else does for their podcasts. And even though I've gained a lot, it's time to end this show. It was just the start of podcasting for me, but it's not the end. Something new and exciting is in the works. But there's a few things I learned along the way that I want to share with you before it's over. You're listening to It All Works. This is the bonus episode and the final one, appropriately called The Last One. I want to say, that I owe it to you, my listeners, and potentially future podcasters, the experience and the knowledge I gained from my first podcast show. Originally, this show was going to be called Better Noise. I was developing it while I was in the podcast course. During that process, the students had to create podcast names, descriptions, and a podcast trailer. It was fun learning. What made it even more interesting was, your peers were encouraged to comment on your work and give constructive feedback. It didn't mean they had to agree and praise everything you did. It was meant to be helpful. Well, I did get a lot of positive responses. In fact, I had people that wanted me to let them know when it went live so they could subscribe to it. However, a couple of coaches said the name I chose said it was not very good. That better noise was too ethereal. It wasn't attractive or interesting enough, which was strange because it was precisely why everyone else liked it. And I had invested $600 to purchase the URL betternoise.com for the podcast website. I was too passionate about it and I didn't want to make a name change. So I carried on getting ready to produce and publish my first episode. Three weeks before it was about to launch, I get a message from my website domain company telling me that someone has inquired with them, wanting to buy the URL from me. There I found an offer that was less than what I paid for the URL so my immediate response was no way. A day later, I get a message asking how much I wanted for it and that they would be willing to go up in price. If you know me, I don't like games, let alone ones with a lot of suspense or vagaries. So I responded and told them the price I would want would be too high for them to consider because I really don't want to walk away from the concept I had designed and I'm already producing. I figured that would put an end to that. I didn't get a response, for about a week. Then another message comes through, asking what will it take. My response was for them to make me an offer and it had to be well worth consideration for me to even think about it. And so I didn't have to endure another lowball offer, I said it had to be a five-figure number. The broker I was dealing with thought I was being foolish, but I didn't care. It was going to take a lot of cash to get me to drop it and move on. And this is something I want to share with you that you have to be passionate about your idea, so much so that it would take a lot to get you to hand it off. 48 hours later, I had what just qualified as a five-figure offer. And I just thought, enough games. I have the URL. 
I have the Instagram. I have the Twitter. I have the Facebook URLs too. I multiplied their offer and countered and stated I would give them the social media profiles too for free if they purchased the URL. And one final condition. This is it. They buy it at this price within the next 48 hours or I'm not selling it at all, ever. A day later, they bought it. I was satisfied that I was paid enough money to move on and come up with another concept. I'm sure if I didn't get positive feedback from my peers or didn't have passion for the project, I would have sold it for a lot less, thinking its real value was lower. But it was valuable to me, and nobody was going to get that at a discount. When I planned on creating the podcast, a lot of people were telling me to do interviews for many different reasons. The main one, to grow an audience. By interviewing someone who has a following and hoping they will listen to one of my episodes because it involves someone they wanted to listen to. Another reason was it was easier to produce the content. If I go solo, every word will have to be mine, and that can create a lot of writing to produce one episode. It's so much easier to write and ask questions and get an hour's worth of conversation out of it. But it didn't interest me to start off with. I felt like I would be asking people some of the same questions they have been asked before, and would likely get a variation of the same answers they've given to other people. I know I can do interviews really well, but the concept for It All Works wasn't much about current affairs, so most of the questions and answers would be canned. So I did choose to go solo. And with that decision, every episode was about 9 pages or 2,500 words of writing. That would provide me with about 13 minutes of content. I didn't want to be the one-hour podcast. I wanted it to be short enough to be totally consumed and long enough to make my point. I thought I would hate the writing, but I grew to love it more than ever, and I think I've gotten better at it. 30 episodes later, 270 pages and 75,000 words, enough to create a book. It was worth it. It was worth it to ensure my message was shared and my points were made. That I covered my basis on the topic of that episode. But it was more than that. It was about creating a voice. My voice. One that I could be confident enough to publish and share with others. I did have fears in the beginning. I didn't want to feel foolish speaking into a microphone or perceive feeling foolish when you listened to me. I truly wanted to help people with my speaking points. I didn't want to trip up my words or lines. I didn't want to use fillers with sighs or ums. And I certainly didn't want to curse. I'm pretty sure I would have if I didn't do the writing. I gained confidence in my writing. I gained confidence in my message and my voice. It helped me even further to be able to share my recordings with you in spite of hating the sound of my own voice like so many of us do. It helped so much and it's something that will benefit my next project. If you ever decide to do a podcast, just remember there's a lot to gain. You can constantly improve and it will be rewarding. It will help you in more ways than you thought. And you can do as many takes as you like and edit it until you get it just the way you want it. That's what I did. There are also a lot of technical things that I learned about how podcasts get distributed and how to upload and prep the finished product. I felt like I was running on my own little radio station. I learned to record audio better and I owe thanks to the creators at Adobe and I'm thankful for a product like Adobe Audition. Without that tool, I think I would never be happy with my end product. It may take a bit of learning, but honestly, you should use the best tool for the job, and Adobe Audition was the best tool. 
Another thing that was fun was the analytics. The analytics always inspired me. I never thought my message would be heard in 24 different countries, in cities I've never heard of, and then seeing them continue to listen week after week. It always made me look forward to creating the next episode. I'm feeling more confident than ever to create the next thing. You might wonder, why would I create a new thing when I have this one already set up and going smoothly? Well, I learned more about my voice and my message, and I realized there's a new way I want to approach things. Believe it or not, It All Works was supposed to be my agency's name, and that's what it will become. The new idea is something I'm really excited about. It's a new point of view and has a lot of big possibilities. You'll understand when you hear it. There's one final thing that makes podcasts worth doing. Most importantly, it's the listeners. It's you. I've been thankful for you for the last two years for sharing your time with me. And I really hope you got some useful things out of my messages. But I hope that when my next project launches in early 2023, I'll be able to share more knowledge and information with you and it will be fun and worth your time. If you want to get notified about the new podcast I'm producing, just go to itallworks.com and on the main page, you can see a sign up for the launch email. I'll notify you when the launch date is, and I'll send you a reminder on the day of the launch. So once again, thank you for sharing your time with me. Remember, when marketing is done properly and under the right conditions, it all works. Until the next time, on another podcast, take care.